Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Word, Desert Spring United Methodist Church podcast coming at you from Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, I'm Julie Hart, the host of this week's podcast, and I have with us our guest and um, also a very good friend, Heather Brazell. Heather, um, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your life at Desert Spring. Hi, so I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Julie. And uh, so I think I started attending Desert Spring in 2010 and been very active in the church. Um, I helped Julie with the youth group. And um, then most recently, I've been helping her in the Connection Center and uh, seen a lot of your faces and quite enjoyed that. Wonderful. Well, the Wednesday word is just kind of a deeper dive, like we said. Uh, It's a great chance to kind of go a little bit further into Pastor David's message, which if you didn't get a chance to listen, you can find it on our website or um, on our Vimeo uh, platform. Um, But even if you didn't, if you haven't had a chance yet, uh, we're going to share his devotional and he's got some questions for us to kind of discuss um, as we go here. So we're going to dig right in. This uh, devotional is called For All the Saints. For all the saints who from their labors rest, who thee by faith before the world confessed, thy name, O Jesus, be forever best. Alleluia, alleluia. This is hymn 711 for all the saints, and that's verse one. He starts with the scripture from Romans 8, verse 17, that says, Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his suffering in order that we may also share in his glory. So Pastor David says, sometimes I begin a worship service with this greeting. Good morning, saints. Good morning, sinners. He does, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and, and what do you say good morning back to? I say good morning back to good morning, sinners. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Pastor David says, Typically, I get a louder response to the center part than I do the same part. Yeah, we're right there with you. I'm guessing that this is because it is easier for most of us to identify with sinners than with saints. So true. Yeah. He says the word saint is an interesting word. It is often defined as a person who is holy or virtuous. While we often associate saints with those who died, The life of a Christian is one set apart as holy and virtuous. Holy means different, and Christians are called to live a different kind of life, one defined by faithfulness to God rather than compliance to the priorities and temptations of this world. And we are called to live a virtuous life, one that embodies love. So as Christians trying to live a faithful life, we are already saints. St. Paul would add to that because of the grace and forgiveness of God, we are already different. Our sins are washed away, making us virtuous. We are saints. Mm. That's a relief. (laughs) (laughs) Thus, I greet you on Sunday morning with good morning saints, which is more true of us than the second half of the phrase, good morning sinners. I don't think he's ever explained that to us before. Hmm. No, I don't know. I'm going to listen next time he says good morning saints and good morning sinners. So Pastor David goes on to say last Sunday we celebrated All Saints Day. Yeah. 
While it is true that we are all saints, the celebration of All Saints Day focuses on remembering loved ones who have preceded us in death. More specifically, it is a time to celebrate the saints, those who lived, faithfully lived and died as disciples of Jesus Christ. It is not the person's death that makes a person a saint. It is the grace of God and the life of the person lived. Many of us have known saints whose lives helped us to form as Christians. I have been blessed. I remember Reverend Travis Kendall, whose faithfulness became my guide as a pastor. I remember Ida Easley, who just being around made me feel closer to God. I remember Bob Bell, whose life made this world a much better place. Of course, I could tell stories about each of these people and many more. And the stories are important because it is the stories that makes All Saints Day especially meaningful. So as a way of prompting a time of remembering, here are some questions to consider. All right, so he's given us a few questions that we want to talk about a little bit here. And we hope that you um, listening from wherever you're listening, you'll take some time to wrestle with these questions too. And we'd actually love if you put some comments wherever you're um, listening to this podcast. Uh, we'd like to hear what you have to say. But the first question he has for us is, is there a saint, someone who has preceded us in death that you remember today? And what is it about that person's life that inspires you? How did the person help you live a better life? And if you could say one thing to that person today, what would it be? Um, so it hasn't been that long um, since Laura Collins died. Mm -hmm. I knew you were going to say her. I knew yeah. you were going to say that. So Laura Collins was very, very special to me. Um, I actually called her mama. And, um, she, I don't know, she just had a special way about her and, um, yeah, I, I miss her a lot. Um, it was very difficult when she passed. Um, she was always inspiring me, um, always encouraging to me, um, always made me want to be better, um, a better person, a better Christian, um, and she always told me, Heather, God don't like ugly. Mm. <laughs> yeah. God yeah. don't like ugly. God don't like ugly. I knew you were going to say Laura, and I really didn't get the chance to know Laura, like in the way that you did. Um, but we were Facebook friends. And what I noticed about Laura is she was always saying very, very encouraging things. Always to people. positive. Always, always, always positive. positive. Yeah. 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 So she seemed to light up the room and, um, yeah, I'm disappointed that I didn't get to know her in the way. I know that her death uh, really um, impacted a lot, a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and so how did she make you want to live a better life? Like I said, she just always encouraged me and she just had this way about her and the things that she would say to me just always encouraged me to be a better Christian. So she was sitting in the studio today. What is it that you'd want to say to her? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see your smile. <laughs> There's a lot that I would say to her right now um, in my current situation. But uh, yeah, I think I would just have to repeat to her that, um, yeah, I just keep saying over and over in my head, 
God don't like ugly. Mm -hmm. God don't like ugly. God's going to take care of this current situation, but God don't like ugly. Mm -hmm. I think she'd probably have a lot to say to you. (laughs) She'd have a lot to say right now too. Right now too. Yeah. And every time she'd tell me I'm praying for you. Mm -hmm. And those really are very strong, very powerful words. Mm-hmm. Well, Pastor Dave is still one of mine because um, also Ida easily was, is, is one of those people who just be in her very, very presence. And I, I, you know, she did, she came up with the confirmation retreat with the teens and I got to get to know her that way. Um, uh, really the, the time that she really, really impacted me the most was a time that I had agreed to preach on a Sunday morning in big church. And you know, I walked in and I thought, what well, I can't, I've made a terrible mistake. I, I can't do this. I honestly thought she was going to save me. I, I actually thought that she <laughs> was going to be like, Oh honey, I've got this. I figured like, she must have like, she, how many sermons has she preached? Just to, you know, repeat, rewind, do one of those. And, um, you know, of course she did not, <laughs> But no. what she did do is she sat up there on those big, scary chairs. They're kind of big, those chairs up there. They remind me of thrones. I actually. know. And it's very intimidating to sit in those giant chairs. And she held my hand, you know, no. and until it was time to go up. And um, she just gave me a great piece. But it was funny because she said to me, and it was like the last, the choir was singing the last song. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is it. It's, this is, I'm up now. And she's like, oh, honey, your, your hands are ice cold. And I said, that's what happens right before I pass out. And that's actually true. So she warmed my hands and, and just, just the way she squeezed my hand when it was time is like, okay, it's going to be okay. Um, and you know, she, you knew she was praying for you. Yeah. I knew she was going to ca- catch me if I, you know, right. uh, so, but, so that was good. But I think also my grandma, my, my mom's mom, you know, um, my grandma Spillman was a very, very godly woman who, um, you know, she was a farmer's wife, which is a hard life. Yeah. And, you know, she just was, she was always singing, always serving. I mean, she's pretty much from the time you wake up until bedtime was, was serving others. And, and then she'd be out, you know, if they were shorthanded and she'd be out on a baler or fixing things. She was a welder, um, from the war. She was, she was a Rosie, the riveter. So she was, she was a, um, she just could do everything. She was a very strong, but a very, very kind woman. So, um, she just, she just lived a really good life and she would, and I say this and now kids say this too, because she'd always say, now you be sure to get your vitamin R and that's religion, um, which meant go to church, which I didn't do a lot of as a kid or a teenager, but she'd be so proud of me now, but I think if I could say one thing to her now, I think I would just say, thank you. And, um, you know, that, that what she taught me, I've had a chance to teach others in, in my years of working with, with children and with youth and that, you know, it, it did pass on. I was listening. What a great gift. Yeah. Yeah. So she really, she really was a special lady. So the second question that pastor David asks is he says, not all saints have died. We are here and very much alive. So who inspires you today? Who is it that simply by being with the person you feel closer to God? And how does this person's life impact your life and your faith? And what is it about your life that is different because of this person? That was like 14 questions in one. So (laughs) (laughs) pick any of those. 
Um, well, you know what I'm going to say. I don't. I was curious. <laughs> I didn't really. You. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because, yeah, you do inspire me and you encourage me. And, um, yeah, uh, for those of you uh, who don't know, I have recently taken in four foster children and it has been very challenging and very rewarding um, sometime at the same time. And I could not do it without the love and support and encouragement from you. There's no way. Sister, you are doing the heavy lifting. Well, you know, that it's really important to me to give these children a good Christian foundation and you're helping make that happen as well as long as well as many others and probably many that are listening right now. And thank you for that. I do appreciate you. Well, you stole my answer because I was <laughs> going to say you. And so for those of you who are listening and who don't know, um, so we recently, Heather recently went on the walk to Emmaus. It's hard, too hard to explain what that is, but mm -hmm. it's, it's a retreat, a weekend. Uh, it's not a retreat. It's just an experience. It's a walk yep. with God. And it's pretty powerful. And, and we usually say that you kind of, you, you end that weekend, you know, somewhat changed. That's the hope. No, I was told <laughs> it will change your life. And I said, oh no, it won't. I will not allow it to change my life. That's a little dramatic. So and let me tell you, do not ever tell God never because God laughs. <laughs> yeah. So I think it was only a couple of weeks after that ended two weeks. Well, no, it wasn't even maybe that. less, maybe no, a week. it ended I... on Sunday and the request came in on the prayer chain on that following Thursday. Okay. So less than a week, <laughs> less than a week, um, a, a, a request goes on the prayer chain for a family that we know from camp, um, really five wonderful kids, um, and that their situation had, uh, gotten worse and they had been removed from their home and they needed a place to live. And Heather calls me one morning and she said, I woke up singing here. I am Lord. And I think I said that never ends well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I said, what does it take to become a foster parent? And she's like, no way. <laughs> what I said was, I'm not going to talk you into it and I'm not going to talk you out of it. Right. And that whatever way that goes, it's a very, very difficult road. Yes. A very difficult road. Um, and so here's Heather. She really thought that she, she knew one of them, one of the kids who's a 16 year old girl thought maybe that would happen. And it, and circumstances being what they were, it ended up, she's going to take the nine-year-old and the 11 year old boy in her two bedroom condominium that really, <laughs> really had one, the guest room full of Hobby Lobby and the dollar <laughs> store. And so space wasn't really there. Um, and so we drove together uh, that evening to pick up the two boys. And when we got there, I can't even believe I said it. I said, well, what if you just took one more? You said, here's a radical idea. And I looked at her and I said, this isn't radical enough, Julie. And she says, what about one more? And I said, sure. And she's like, really? And I was like, yeah, what's one more? <laughs> so she uh, had that evening a nine, 11 and 13 year old boy. And she's lived alone for a very long time. You have lived alone for a very long time. Yes, I have. So uh, <laughs> that alone is sainthood. Um, 
And it was not soon after that the 16 year old sister got to come and be here too. I wish you could picture um, this family of five in a two bedroom apartment that condominium anyway. <laughs> so what happened is the saints came marching in. Yes, they did. So the kids got brought here on a Friday night and on Saturday morning in, in March, the saints of the church and they cleared that room out. It was, it was, it was somewhat of a miracle. Uh, people showed up with food, with clothes, with toys, with beds. Yeah. Bought brand new beds, put beds together, furniture by, by noon that day, there was a bedroom for these kids. Um, and, and it was just, I, I, I thought how cool it was for these kids to watch who are all these people that just showed up on a Saturday morning and, uh, came in and, and they got the job done. And that was a little over six weeks ago. And, but the thing about the saints is they keep showing up. Yes. They keep, uh, they just keep doing, they keep helping that the meals keep showing up. And whenever there's a need, the rides, the, you, one of the saints, Patty shows up at 5 AM uh, every school morning, morning yeah. until nine. Well, when the bus comes, so nine 30 to get the, the kid, comes. if the bus comes to get the kids up and ready. And after school, she often helps and tutor. We have um, you know, Cheyenne and Dennis and, and, and the banisters, we have so many saints that will pick them up and get that. We got the Casmos right now, picking one up from work. It, it's just, I don't know, like the saints, um, I call them the village people. It's the village so much so that family services is like, well, we don't really even have to worry about this, <laughs> this, this, uh, these kids, because they can see the saints that, that even though they don't, they don't see them. Yep. They, they know that there are so many saints. And so while you're the, the saint that's doing the, doing the hard and the messy work, you know, you're doing the messy business. Listen, y'all I've been here all day. It's messy business. <laughs> <laughs> it's exhausting. It is. Um, but, but what a testament is to these kids and, and really like even the caseworkers and people have been just so amazed by, by the, the saints of the church. The yep. saints of the church. And, yep. um, these are kids that have had a hard go of it. Um, and grownups have let them down in a pretty serious, painful way and continue to and continue to, however, however, they have you Heather, um, and they have the saints of the church, the church community, the camp community. Yep. And I just think, you know, um, that's got to impact their faith in the long run. Yeah. That's got it. That's got to impact their faith. And I think this question is what, what is it about your life that is different because of this person? Obviously. Well, yeah, you woke up saying, here I am, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Of course I want to, I want to be here too. But I think for me, I just, I look at these kids and I, I keep thinking about, about how you are impacting, how their lives are different and, and because of you and because of the saints. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna twist Pastor David's question around and um and just say what is different about their lives because of you and the other saints, you know they would be separated right now in different homes. Uh, so many things would be different. Um, and they get to go to camp. They you know they get to get involved in the youth program and Sunday school and 
and see all these people that do so much for them. And so that's, that, that's what it is. It's pretty amazing. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah, it sure is. <sighs> okay. So Pastor David's last question is, what is your first reaction to being called a saint? And do you think of yourself this way? Why or why not? And recognizing that Christians are saints, in what way do you hope your life inspires others? So how do you feel about being called a saint? Um, it kind of embarrasses me and I kind of feel like I'm not worthy. I've been called a saint a lot in the last six weeks. <laughs> and I, I, I still don't really think of myself as a saint. I think they're saying insane. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, that, that part. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So um, last Sunday um, in Sunday school, uh, they were talking about, you know, All Saints Day as well. And um, when I came to pick up the youngest one, uh, the nine-year-old, um, Kristen Messenger said, oh, look on the board. Your name made the list of all saints. <laughs> and you're not even and, dead. <laughs> right. No, I mean, I got to be honest, that was a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it is uncomfortable. Yeah, it, it is uncomfortable. Um, it, but it's true. It's true. You are. And, and, um, anytime you wake up singing, here I am Lord, and you mean it, I think that's what that makes you, that makes you a saint. I'm sure I'm going to sing it anytime soon again, (laughs) but yes, I definitely meant it when I sang it. And, uh, yeah, for two hours on the school bus that morning, I could not get God's voice out of my head that said, you have got to listen. You have got to answer that call. You've got to help these children. So that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. And you're still doing it. And it's, it, it was not a, um, a, a short-term commitment. It was no. a commitment that you knew could be for a week or a month or a year or forever. Oh. And um, we, need the, we need the saints to keep marching in. So absolutely. Um, yeah, for me, I, I do think it's very uncomfortable to be called that. I think just because I've, I've, I've worked in, at a church for so long that, you know, people, and it's always like, oh yeah, this isn't me. Like there's a posse, like anytime right. something that you see is happening, there's, there's just these people um, behind the scenes, um, you know, on a Sunday morning, you look around at the quiet servants, like, you know, Jan Bothwick, who organizes all that hospitality, like Brenda Hare, who's always there setting things up, you know, um, those people that, you know, Jen, that does the, um, communion and make sure we always have the elements. Yes. Bill Kazmovs, who's always there first thing in the morning. And I always say the Kazmovs are the first on the ground and the last to leave. Um, And, and those saints, um, yeah, I'm sure that they wouldn't think of themselves that way. They're just doing what needs to be done. But it's it's very, it, and, and my son, Louie, reminds me of this often, like, mom, you think the world is great because you're surrounded by, you get to be doing good things around people who are doing good things. And it's like, yeah, that's true. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. But um, in my position as Connectional Ministry uh, Director, as opposed to youth, um, I'm, I just 
have gotten to know more people in the church. And I just look forward to hearing their stories because they will never tell you. I never hear it from them. I hear it from other people. Oh, did you know so-and-so did this and -and so-and-so did that? And I just recognize we have so many wonderful saints in the church and we're, and we really need to hear their stories because we need to, and we need to share their stories and pass them on inspire for us to be inspired and to inspire others. So, yeah. Anyway, Pastor David uh, says, God bless you saints. And he's talking to all of you. So um, uh, Heather, thank you for being here at the end of a, of a long day, um, busy day to be able to share. I'm so glad it worked out this way um, because um, you, you are a saint, you are a saint. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. And um, if you are, if you are listening in, I just, I, I ask you to, to keep uh, Heather lifted up in prayer and, and, and these kids, there's actually five, four of them are with you. And one is in another state. Yeah. Um, and, and I just, um, we just ask all, all of the saints out there to keep them in prayer. Yes, please. Um, yeah. And so I'm going to go ahead and close us in prayer so you can go to bed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Gracious loving God. Wow. For the saints. The saints that have gone before us and lived and 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 shown us and taught us and um, brought us closer to you, we give so much thanks for the saints in our lives uh, that have gone before us that we didn't recognize um, at the time that we were with them. The saints that they are, that they were. We give you thanks. Uh, we give you thanks for um, the saints in the church, um, in our church at Desert Spring for those who who march in and step up uh, and show up over and over again um, we thank you uh, I lift up I lift up Saint he- Saint Heather uh, here um, for answering the call for truly singing and truly meaning here I am Lord um, and for just a blessing that she is in these children's lives and the example of of your love Christ's love um, that shines through her and we just ask uh, to give her strength and courage and we pray for all of the children um, and all that they go through um, in this experience and we just pray for as many saints as possible to march into their lives and to show them that that you are a good and loving god Um, and we just give thanks thank you for um, the blessing of being able to uh, hear each other's stories in jesus name we pray amen amen